called to the booth. Akeem Tlaib here with Harrison Sanford. Football is back, baby. We back. Training camp is back. Aaron Rodgers is back. Paul, drop that beat, man. As Akeem said, we're getting close to the NFL season. Exactly 43 days until NFL football kicks off. The regular season, the one that we really care about. But now we're in training camp season. We're going to talk about that coming up in the show. Aaron Rodgers coming back to the Green Bay Packers. So much going on. And what else is key to the NFL season, Akeem? Is Madden. It's finally it's coming out very soon. We're starting to see rankings released. Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers wide receiver coming in at a 99. Aaron Donald, your former teammate coming in at a 99. And back in, let's look at this real quick. Back in 2008, one to keep to leave was the highest rated DB in Madden. Can you take okay. me through that moment coming in as a 94? Uh, I said, what's that? Like, I don't remember, but you know, I remember though, Harrison. <laughs> you know, I remember. It's just, you know, a little shit talking came with it. You know, got a lot of texts from my nephews and guys from my youth program, man. You know, it was, it's a it's an honorable moment right there because we all play Madden. We all grew up playing Madden. So it's definitely an honorable moment, man, when when you know you the lead dog of your position, man. So it was an honor for sure. Did that so you're on the defensive side of the ball. Sorry, I'm just yeah. wondering, like, how did that impact you playing actual Madden? Because usually people always focus on controlling an offense, but you want to play as yourself. Like, are you like yeah. When you played against think, somebody, did you tell them, hey, target me all the time? How'd you work that out? No, nah, I think by that time, though, by the time I was getting ranked on Madden by my later years, when when maybe at the beginning of my career, I still was playing. But by 2018, after the, my Patriot days, my PlayStation days was done, man. All, all my time really go to that iPad. I'm watching film if I got free time or I'm with the fam or something. So I don't really play like that no more, Harrison. But I, I just, you know. Let, 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 I hear the stories of my nephews and shit playing with me. You know I'm saying I let them do all the playing with me and all that. Oh, I, I still be on the sticks. And for Madden fans, <laughs> you're going to want to, you Madden fans, you're going to want to tune in in a couple of weeks. We have a special guest uh, to talk about Madden. Uh, before we get to uh, the quarterbacks, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson news has come out recently. Uh, one of the guys who will be getting ranked in Madden, but won't be on the field technically for using the active live rosters is Cam Akers had that ruptured yeah. Achilles injury. He's going to be out for this season. How does that impact the Rams? Man, it definitely, it definitely impact him because uh, he different, man. He's one of the guys who once he, once he get to the second level, he going to make a second level guy miss and turn a 12 yard run to a 40 yard run, man. That's his, that's his, his skill. But I will say that that Rams machine of an offense they got over there is plug and play at running back, baby. Hey, the, the line and Sean McVay going to create a whole lot of creases and gaps. And long as you will put your foot in the ground, cut guy, one cut guy, you're going to be able to get the job done, man. So Henderson, uh, the guys they got over there, they better be ready to go, man, because they're going to get a lot of totes. They're not going to not run the ball because they don't got acres. It's going, their offense is going to be predicated off the run game. And, and I'm going to pick whoever the starting running back is in about like round two or three because they're going to go ham. There you go. Uh, so you're already giving us cues for fantasy football, which yes, sir. I'm excited. I'm excited to get to. I'm excited to put down some bets uh, too as well for this NFL season. And speaking of bets, the sports books started to predict or started to uh, assume that Aaron Rodgers was going to retire as of this week. 
all of a sudden people were putting money down on the Minnesota Vikings, potentially winning the NFC North. All of a sudden, Aaron Rodgers is coming back now to the Green Bay Packers, reported to training camp on Tuesday. Uh, it, it seems as if he has built in an agreement where uh, this will be his final season. Him and Devontae Adams uh, put out a little last dance related IG post. A lot has happened. We thought he might have not been. We thought he's going to get traded. Then we thought he's going right. to get retired. Now he's coming back for the final season. It would seem. What was your reaction to the entirety of this saga? And do you think this saga actually impacts them potentially negatively on the field? I don't think it. I don't think it affects them negatively. You mean you're talking Aaron Rodgers, right? I'm talking not no not necessarily Aaron Rodgers, but the dis the, the disconnect between potentially him and players fan base that things go sour everybody knowing it's their last year i mean there is i would have to imagine there is some probability capability for a combust for things to combust if things don't go right early potentially well yeah that's if if he signed a 10-year extension and they gave him a, a hundred million or 200 million and his first six games was terrible it'll it'll be ugly for everybody regardless if you lose games it's going to be ugly regardless so Man, I don't, I don't think I don't think it'll have a negative effect, man. I think the the, the town, the fans embrace them, the team going to embrace them. Everybody deserves so it's, it's it's your journey, so everybody deserves to to create that journey however they want. You feel me? So I think I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a a, a welcome home. The fans are gonna be excited. The locker room hella excited because at the end of the day, football players, man, we want to win games, man. If Aaron Rodgers our quarterback, we know we got a chance to win the Super Bowl this year. So I think I think the players they're welcoming me. One of our former guests, uh, Devontae Adams, it was reported that he cut off contract extension talks. Then all of a sudden, a couple of days later, you see Aaron Rodgers saying that he's coming back to the team. Now a new report comes out on Tuesday that Devontae Adams is open to starting uh, contract uh, extension talks, even though he's set to be a free agent next offseason. Yeah. Do you think, I, maybe you think it is for Aaron Rodgers, do you think it's the last year for the combination of Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams in Green Bay? Honestly, Harrison, I don't even think this is the last year for Aaron Rodgers, man. I I, I don't think they, they ain't signed a deal yet, but from what I've seen, it said extension. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you doing all that extension for one year. The last dance post was in one ear and out the other to me. It was just, you know, something you do for the fans when you're mad, let the team know, yeah, I'm still mad. Like, you know, he's just hitting on, I'm still mad. This might be my last year. Y'all better stop playing with me. Y'all better bring me in the draft room. I think next year, Aaron Rodgers will be in the draft room. He's going to have a lot more say-so in who they're going to get. And I think Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, they'll be there for three, four more years. Mm, uh, I, I, didn't think, I didn't think you'd go there. Do, what, what, do you just think he was just filing his grievances? What do you, what do you think is going to change between that, that relationship? Can you just go a little, go a little further for me? Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean... What made Aaron Rodgers mad is he felt like he wasn't Aaron Rodgers of the team. Y'all treat him like he's a regular player, and he's not a regular player. So I think that now he's back in the building. They got to they gotta understand in that, first of all, y'all going to make him the highest-paid quarterback now. I he would have been good with his contract had he been in the draft room and all that. But now y'all going to make me the highest-paid quarterback. I'm going to be involved in, the, in our, in our you know, logistics, who we go get, who we trade, who we cut. I'm going to be involved in all that. So I think they just got a real understanding. Understanding, they kind of asked him, what do you want? What you want, Aaron? And he put it on the table. This is what I want. 
And that's what they gave him. And that's why he's back in the building right now. I don't think it'll be a one-year thing. Hmm. So that would, I guess that makes more sense if you're Devontae Adams, because if Devontae Adams has opened up contract exactly. uh, extension talks, why would Devontae Adams want to be there if Aaron Rodgers isn't there? Unless he thinks the world of Jordan Love all of a sudden, who we haven't really seen. Huh. Interesting. Well, he, I guess we're all, we're all going to look his, forward to it. He cut the contract talks off while Jordan Love was about to be the starting quarterback, right? So he must not think that highly of him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, interesting times there in Green Bay. And again, they're going to be the favorite, uh, especially after going far uh, with Aaron Rodgers, who was the MVP last year. Now, speaking of quarterbacks, things have kind of sort of maybe probably changed in Houston with Deshaun uh, Watson. Uh, his allegations of sexual misconduct are still present, uh, but it looks like the Houston Texans are now more willing to trade him. Do you think a trade happens? I do. I do. Uh, it happens, and it happens fast. It's going to happen soon, Harrison. Well, the interesting thing about, about the teams, we're going to talk about them teams, but they got they got a guideline what they want for him. They they he know he gone. He came to camp, so he won't get fined. He's ready to go. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen within the next few weeks. Well, the, the interesting thing about when it when it comes to him is that there, there's might be two trains of thought because there's some people who think, well, the Texans are losing leverage every day because you're not just getting yeah you're getting a talented player, but there's also we don't know if he might get placed on the exempt list. We don't know if he's going to actually – he can get injured in camp. He got injured in camp before, previously in his career. And then there's right. also, unfortunately, what, even though things have not been proven to be true, there's still allegations. You and I are in the media world. Allegations yep. in, the, in public perception can very much hurt uh, the profile of a general manager who makes that trade, profile of a team who makes the trade for him. There is going to be a segment of the fan base that is not going to be happy with the move, and the team has to – has to assume that blame, that criticism for making such a move, even though at this moment in time, there are only allegations. So I believe that, to your point, it should happen sooner than later because the, as days go on, we don't know, it could, the, the public perception about this move for the team that's doing it could get worse. Yeah, definitely. It definitely could get worse or it could get better. You know what I'm saying? It could get worse, it could get better. But I think whatever team is... is it's going to take him in, man. They know that he's coming with baggage. They know what baggage he's coming with. They know that they're going, they're going to get some, some feedback from the fans. They're going to get some negative feedback from, from some of the fans who disagree with the move. But uh, once Deshaun get on the field and he start winning games, man, that's, that's going to be the topic at hand. So long as he come Before, back and he's played like Deshaun, that I think the fan base, they accept him, the team going to accept him, everything will be cool. Yo, yo, this is Keenan Allen. This is Jared Goff. Devin McCourty here alongside my guy, Jason McCourty on the other side. Yo, this is Tyron Matthew, and you know I had to make the call to the booth. You know how to make that call to the booth from my guy, Keith Talib. One of your trade suggestions uh, was going to the Denver Broncos. We obviously know their situation with Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater battling uh, each other in training camp. Right. We'll actually discuss that battle in our next episode next week, that training camp battle for the starting quarterback position. Uh, just going, I think we all understand why you would want to make that trade for Deshaun Watson if you're the Broncos. Definitely, man. It's, it's a win-win for both sides. Deshaun would inherit a, a great team. Uh, the 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 Broncos would inherit a great quarterback, 
He got wide outs there. He got a defense there. It's a win now situation if they get uh if they get Deshaun and then you send them whatever they want. You can send them Drew Lock. You can send them Teddy. You know what I'm saying? Whoever they want. Take all, want the, take all the draft yeah, take picks. Take all of them, man. Y'all take all of them. Take all the draft picks. You send them whatever they want. If, if Deshaun get in Denver, they're going to be something to record. They're going to be, that's going to be a, a nice AFC championship matchup between the Chiefs and the Broncos. Okay. Uh, move number two, which you said you would not do if, for whatever reason, Deshaun Watson is deemed ineligible for the 2021 season. But move number two, trade number two, rather yet. Move number two. I had the Eagles. Now, if the Eagles could have Deshaun this year, then that'd be a great move, man. You 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 add Jalen Hurts is not, I'm not knocking Jalen Hurts at all, man. He's ready to go, but he's young. So if you got a chance to take out Jalen Hurts and put Deshaun Watson in there for this season, then you you immediately probably jump to the top or tie with the Cowboys at the top of the uh, NFC East, and you're gonna be a contender in the NFC immediately with Deshaun in there. And uh and uh, Houston, it's a win for them as well because they get Jalen Hurts, a young up-and-coming guy, a guy who proved he could play in the league already. And uh, be, it's, a, it's a win for them too. They get a bunch of draft picks with Jalen Hurts, man. So I think that's a win-win for both teams. Seems, seems as such. I, I've been been keeping a, a very much attuned to the, the media coverage in Philadelphia. I think uh, one, a prominent NFL reporter, I think it might have been uh, Adam Schefter, who suggested that Philadelphia has the best trade package available because of Jalen Hurts' status as a young rising star quarterback yes, and sir. the draft capital that they can give up. But I've also seen there has been uh, a lot of backlash preemptively about that move because of his uh, legal situation and the allegations that are facing him. Again, it's a very confusing and conflicting situation for both sides. Yeah, it is. Deshaun, yeah, it is. team, fan base, it's a lot going on, uh, but it's going to get resolved at some point. All right, move number three. You have them going to a for another former team of yours, the New England Patriots. New England Patriots, man. I think so. If they didn't have them this year, the Patriots, like we got Cam, we we keep Cam. We arrive with Cam this year. Uh, we got a backup who could play just in case Cam gets hurt. And uh, they got a first round pick, first round quarterback. So the Texans will receive a first round quarterback, Mac Jones. A young guy who's got potential. You know he got some type of potential with Bill Belichick picked him. You know what I'm saying? If that, if that front office picked him in the first round, you know, they don't really pick quarterbacks in the first round. So they picked him. They must see something they like about him. We've seen what he did in college. So I think it's a win-win. Houston, they come up on a quarterback and a bunch of picks. The, uh, the Patriots that have Deshaun this year, if they ain't have him this year, they got Cam and they got him next year. And, I, and, and you know, New England is known for bringing guys in. You mess up. You come to New England, man, they give you a fresh start, put you on the stage. Bill known for that, man. He known for that. So guys do well when they go there. You, you, that fan base, they they know Bill bring in guys with a rep. They accept everybody out there, man. So he'll be definitely accepted out there in New England and he'll have a home for a long time. Yeah, and I think that's you know, that's a very strong point that you bring up because again, the element of this trade is the public perception that you will have to deal with. Bill yeah. Belichick, as you said, has taken in guys. You were a guy who came from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Do you Definitely. do you think your public your you would say your public perception changed after your time with the New England Patriots? Oh no, my shit changed, not <laughs> hasn't, but 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 I I think I was viewed as more professional. You know what I'm saying? I viewed as more professional. I probably still got in a little couple situations after I left there, but I definitely I definitely was viewed as I keep to leave the NFL the NFL player cornerback instead of the. I keep to leave the off the field 
nightmare. You know what I'm saying? It definitely, <laughs> so so it did change. It did change, you know what I'm saying? I still got in a, a few situations when I left there, but man, I was I was accepted immediately by that fan base, by that team, by that front office. Uh, it was like anything I did in the past, it never existed. Yeah, no, I think that's, you know, for that factor, it could be one of the, that could probably be the best one, obviously, because it, it's really going to potentially benefit both teams the most. And right. as much as, as much as it would be great for Deshaun Watson uh, to go to the Broncos, there is a quarterback in that division by the name of Patrick Mahomes. That'd make life very yeah, tough uh, for him to get out of there, but Hey, it's still, it's football. It's going to be tough anywhere. Uh, with that being said, and it being tough uh, for teams, uh, it is going to be very tough for players who are unvaccinated or teams that haven't met the threshold of being vaccinated uh, to be successful in the 2021 season. The NFL recently uh, put out a number of mandates for teams and talked about and, dis and distributed or issued a, a statement as it pertains to penalties for missing games for players uh, that are unvaccinated uh, as much as game checks from both sides. Uh, will be penalized. There'll be no games. Games will be forfeited as opposed to rescheduled that we saw last year. Those Wednesday regular, those Wednesday games in the middle of the day are no longer going to happen this NFL season. Uh, I'm going to go to a, a guy that you know very well, Michael Irvin. He had a quote as it pertains to vaccinations. Uh, if you're not one of them teams at the threshold, are you really thinking about winning a championship? You see what I'm saying? Okay, now if you're not getting vaccinated and you got all those other teams uh, that are getting vaccinated, essentially is basically saying that uh, teams are not serious about winning championships if they haven't met that threshold. One, what were your was your reaction to his thoughts on vaccinations in general? And then what do you think about the reactions that you've seen across the league? Because some players are not happy about it, as we'll, as we'll discuss as well. Well, I feel like, man, it's our job, right? Now, this ain't the craziest thing our job done asked us to do. Shit, our job asks us to running to each other full speed, head first, right? I mean, they tell you to take your head out of it, but that's in a sense saying use the side of your head, not the top of your head, right? So, man, our job asks us to do crazy stuff all the time. And getting vaccinated is not crazy, in my opinion. It's safe, you know what I'm saying? It's safe, in my opinion. Once it passed CDC or whatever it got to pass, and they start giving them out, it's safe. You know what I'm saying? I got mine, and and... I'll be the same way in the locker room, man. If guys ain't getting them, then you really don't, you really, I don't even know if the vaccine make you not get it. So it's kind of weird to me, Harrison, because I don't, I think the, vac the, the vaccine just make you safer if you catch it, right? Yep, yep, So the yep. vaccine so, don't yeah. make you not get it. So, I mean, I don't know. I think, I think the NFL kind of harsh on the punishment as far as finding guys, man. You shouldn't find guys from getting sick because guys who vaccinated still can get it. But as far as not rescheduling games, and if y'all have an outbreak on that team, you got to forfeit. I'm with that, man. We it's it's part of the game. It brings real life and football meet together. You know what I'm saying? It's shit gonna happen. The best team in the league might get an outbreak and can't play this week and get it get the only loss of the season. That's bringing real life and football together. You know what I'm saying? And people look at us as characters and superheroes sometimes. So now you will see us as we real life too. You can get sick. Miss a game just like somebody can get sick and miss work, man. So I think the NFL is right as far as not rescheduling games, but as far as finding players, you can't find guys for getting sick, man, especially in a pandemic. Yeah, I think the, the penalty uh, for players who do get sick uh, that while they're still vaccinated is vastly different from players who get sick while being unvaccinated. I think 
there's there's a multitude of ways that we can go here. One, I do want to show uh, a, a level of sympathy because I know there is a population of people who are simply not taking the vaccine because of anxiety and mental health issues and just not being mentally secure in, in, right. in doing something that doesn't have a, a long history of success, whether right. it's CDC I mean, approved but, but, or, or tell not. Tell me this. Yeah. Does, does, does running into somebody full speed head first have a long history of success? <laughs> there you go. Do it, do it, Harrison. Does it, I mean, does it, hey, no. You do that. I mean, yes you, and no. If you if you are running to somebody or repeatedly come off the ball and bam, block somebody with your head over and over and over again, and we've seen all the CT studies that came out, CTE studies that came out, right? If you'll do that, then you might as well do this vaccine too. I don't want to hear it. There you go. So I like that so, one. Yeah, let me hop in. Keep like how how vocal would you be in like a locker room about something like this? Like, what would those conversations be like? I well, you know, leave, you know, leave ain't one to bite his tongue now. You know what I'm saying? So I just clearly be like, man, you know, I don't really know. That's why that's that's a that's a question I ask myself too, Paul, because it's it don't stop you from the vaccine, don't stop you from catching it. Right. So what I'm gonna say, everybody get the vaccine so we won't catch it and we won't have an outbreak. We still can have an outbreak. Now the only difference is if we have an outbreak, we don't get fined. Like as players, we don't get fined. We have an outbreak in this locker room. Damn, we we all got COVID. We don't, uh, all of us vaccinated, so we don't really feel shit. We all asymptomatic and we don't get fined. That's the only difference. So you still can have an outbreak while you're while you're vaccinated. So I don't know. I really wouldn't be saying shit about it, man. I'd be in the locker room. I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 definitely going to be tough. I think then there's so there's the population that's dealing with the anxiety of such, but then there's the population who doesn't who hasn't chosen to get educated on such. That's where I think there would be a lot of frustration as a player, coach, front office personnel. There's just there are certain guys who are or getting misinformation about uh, the actual vaccine and what it can do. So yeah, there's a lot going on. Uh, I just I would hope that a lot of players would just get their information from credible sources. And then there's people who actually get paid to do science versus people or people who studied science their whole life, right. their, their first, jobs first and TikTok. their, and then, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's, and it's, Hey man, it's hard. It's, it really is hard to convince people to get vaccinated. And I thought, I thought the world would have been after everything we went through last year, I thought it had been a lot easier, but apparently it's not. Um, but hopefully things change. And with that being said, let's, I'm going to identify at least what DeAndre Hopkins uh, tweeted about. He basically said he would rethink uh, his NFL career uh, if these uh, vaccination mandates were, were going to be passed out. And it seems like they are because the NFL will move on without DeAndre Hopkins, as great as a player as he is. Uh, do you, and we've seen what happened with the, uh, Paul, can you, I forgot to write this down. Can you tell me the name of the Minnesota Vikings uh, offensive line coach that recently retired. Yeah, yeah Keep knows him from his time in Denver. Rick Dennison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, when you and so, so just to you, update that, so they, he has come to an agreement with the team where he's going to be a senior offensive advisor. So he will be with the team in some capacity, but it looks like not on that tier one level where he's necessarily in the building every day or something like that. Yeah. See, I I I, I don't really understand it, man. I don't really understand it because. I mean, if you're vaccinated, that means it's what exactly you tell me, Harrison. If you're vaccinated, what's gonna be the difference of a of a, a all vaccinated team versus a non-vaccinated team? 
If if somebody well, with COVID go in that building, or if somebody with COVID go in this building, is it going to spread? It's going to spread in both buildings, right? But these guys is going to get fined, and these guys are not going to get fined. So it's not really a team issue. It's an individual issue. You know what I'm saying? Because as us, okay, team A, my team, I'm in the locker room like, everybody need to get vaccinated. And then player B going to say, why? And I'm going to say, so you don't get fined. He said, well, why are you worried about my money? And I'm going to say, all right, bro, you're right. I ain't worried about your money. So you know well, saying, it's, it's not a really a team issue. That's why I don't really get it because it's, well, I think I think the the, the, nu- the nuance here now is that this Delta variant is being reported as uh, the one that's really sending hospitalizations and surging up on ICU capacity again. And I believe there was a statistic, at least here in L.A. County, that 99 percent of the people who are being hospitalized for COVID-19 now are the unvaccinated. So there is a right. level of protection. So, yes, yeah, you still might get you, you know, you might be back. Vac- I know people actually who are who got vaccinated and still got COVID again right. or got COVID the Me first too. time, but at least there were you know it, it didn't seem as if the, the the health harm didn't reach to the point where they had to go to the hospital. So I guess that that would be one way to counter the why should I get vaccinated? But that's argument. still just that's still like a personal problem. If I get COVID and I'm vaccinated and you get COVID and you're not, you might get the the Delta variant and have to go to the hospital. And he's still player B still going to say, that's my problem, fam. That's not no team A or whatever team we own. It's not their problem. You know what I'm saying? It's not. Well, then, now if we get an outbreak in here and all of us get it, then shit, we all get it. We all going to have to forfeit that game. We can't play. It ain't like, all right, all right, the vaccinated players who get COVID, y'all still can play. Now, if it was that, if that was the case, if y'all vaccinated and y'all get COVID, now y'all still could play. Now I'll be in there like, hey, everybody need to get the vaccine, bro. Because if we get an outbreak, bro, we need to still be able to play. But it's not, yeah. that's not the case. So I don't get it. It's a, it's a, it's a, a dictatorship shit going on. They're trying <laughs> to take people money for no reason, bro. Yeah. And so I, I see what you're saying. You, you, it seems as if the source of, the source of frustration would be for you when you start taking away game checks due to a person yeah. that, uh, it's once, you, once you get, uh, yeah. The, the handbook is long and I don't, and I ain't go through all of it's it. Crazy. We got our time to go through all of it. But with that, yeah. But with that being said, I do, as I think we both are still suggesting that people, players should get vaccinated because you give yourself the highest chance of surviving COVID-19 and passing it along uh, to whoever might be in your household or whoever's in, within your circle. With that right. being said, I imagine as, as you're, as you've been alluding to, it does hurt for you to, for a team member or players or a team to lose a potential game so check let me because ask you of that. those things. Let me ask you this. So does being vaccinated, sure. does being vaccinated help you not spread? From my understanding, know. you from my understanding, you can still spread it. See, it ain't no but, point. But I mean, it lightens not saying there ain't no symptoms. point of the vaccine, but it, it what it do? It like it lessens your symptoms. Like I've been talking to people in New York and LA where it seems right. like it's boosting up again. Where it's like, yeah, I had it again, but it was for like four days. It was basically like a cold as opposed yeah. to people that are not vaccinated. And it seems like it's a lot tougher on them. Yeah, see, that, see, see, I think I think I think they got it confused, man. It's a it's a personal issue if you don't get vaccinated. So the team shouldn't find you for your personal issue. It's my thing. So you don't think the team should find you or the NFL should find you? Or the NFL, whoever, whoever, yeah. whoever doing the finding, you know what I'm saying? They shouldn't find you because you catch COVID and you didn't get vaccinated. I could be, look, I could go to work, 
wear gloves, wear a mask, go to work, come home, eat DoorDash. I don't leave out the house. So I'm so I'm trying to prevent myself from getting it right. I'm doing everything I can, but it can get in the building. I could catch it at work from somebody who vaccinated, who partying and shit. He out partying and shit just because he vaccinated. He bring it into the building and then I catch it. And I've been doing everything that I had to do, but I catch it from work. And you're going to take 15K from me? Nah, man. Can't do that. Okay. That, 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 so that, that is a valid point. So I, I think I'm understanding where you're, where you're getting at here. You, obviously, you're still encouraging vaccination, but for the people who are just not going to do it and they're living yeah, just, right, just not like out partying, yeah. going crazy. Just let them be. But let if them they, live if, with their restrictions. Okay. Can't but take unfortunately, their money I, I, Unfortunately, it, I think it's at the point, though, where you can't start you can't trust people to live correctly. Like you can't start enforcing a lifestyle. I guess. I mean, what a vaccine? The vaccine don't prevent. You know what I'm saying? It don't prevent you from getting it. So it ain't like, all right, you got the vaccine, you could go party now. Like, I still could get COVID. You, so what's the? You know what I'm saying? Get COVID. I still could spread yeah. it too. So I don't know, hmm. man. It's a, it's a fine line, man. I got my vaccine though, baby. So I mean, I'm pulling up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We exactly. Exactly. Uh, I think. I think the, the the conversation that we just had is pretty much the conversation that's had in every dining room, living room, barbershop, like <laughs> obviously not specifically to the NFL, but just like, you know, we've gone through a lot recently yeah. uh, with this whole vaccine and things of that nature. Uh, with that being said, when we come back next week, we will get back to uh, football and non-vaccine discussions. Uh, we'll be t- talking about training camp battles. There's a big battle going on in Denver. Might talk about another one happening in New England as well and some other other teams across the NFL. It's called to the booth on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. That's a keep to lead. I'm Harrison Sanford. Do us a favor, get vaccinated. Yeah.